Good afternoon, and welcome to Cannabis Media's podcast. I'm joined by Ben Hanna from Green Fertigation. Ben, welcome. Thank you. Could you tell us a little bit about the company and, and what you guys do? Absolutely. So we're located in Brighton, Colorado, and we design and install rolling table and archival racking systems. And we also design and install automated fertigation systems cool. for cultivation facilities across the United States. Awesome. Now, uh, how many years have you been coming to MJ Biz? This is my first time. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Oh, okay, great. Um, and what are your goals as you're here? What are you trying to achieve? Well, I want to make some smiles. Um, I want to smile. I want yeah. to <laughs> and um, I hope to connect with like-minded people um, who share a similar vision and mm -hmm. goals as I do professionally and hopefully personally, because I prefer to do business with people that I like and get along yep. with and relate to. And I've found so far the show to be um, incredibly gratuitous in providing those things. Good, yeah. Well, we first came to the show right after we founded the company in 2015, and then in 16, we got a booth, and then 17, 18, Sweet. 19, and Sweet. so this, I think, is our sixth year maybe. Is set up, man. Yeah, you no. You guys are looking good. We're having, we're having a good time. I mean, yeah. that, that's for sure. So um, in terms of clients, like who is your ideal client? Like what size grow are they? You know, how are they configured? You know, help us understand that. So really commercial cultivators. Um, we try to avoid people growing cannabis in their mom's basement, uh, <laughs> if possible. Um, but you know, really we're, we're trying to service people who are looking for the best, most effective way to commercially scale cultivation, mm -hmm. increase yields, produce better results, and possibly reduce the need to hand water and pay for labor source that's kind of a more you know, menial, boring jobs. Yeah. So with that, with that list of, of benefits, it sounded like you touched on a lot of sort of ROI things. I mean, is that really how you're able to make the sale? Do people suddenly understand like, wow, if, if, I, sure. if I go with these guys, it's going to help me, you know, it'll pay for itself quickly. Help it us understand the economics. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, a typical table system, I think people are able to conceptualize the benefits and be able to make the projections and, un sorry about that, yeah. getting a little violent here. Yeah, that's all right. Um, but they're able to understand, you know, how that could benefit them. Mm -hmm. I think actually with the fertigation technology, um, it's come such a long way in the past decade yeah. that not all of the cultivators are really up to speed on all of the potential benefits from some of the new cutting edge stuff. And, um, you know, at the same time, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know, we're not really asking people to change their methods right, right, or, of course. or stop doing what's proven to work for them. Um, but if they're open to the conversation, you know, there's some new, some new things on the market that have emerged in the last couple of years that um, really produce the kind of results that we're proud to say we have a hand in producing. Excellent. So in terms of uh, states, you know, we, I always ask this in, in sort of all of our interviews because it matters to us. We're always interested in when a new state comes online, what does that mean for our clients? Like, and, and, and how do you react if, if suddenly there's a limited license state, like let's pick Georgia, you know, yeah. a whopping six licenses right. and that's, that's it. So, so that's a problem. Yeah, well, <laughs> it is, but maybe let's think about some states that maybe are a little bit larger that have come online. What does that mean for you and your team in terms of what you have to prepare to try and get some of that business? You mean in terms of utilizing your platform? Or uh, using our platform or, or just what does it mean when a new state comes on and, and how will green fertigation capitalize on that? Absolutely. I think education is the first step. I mean, that's something that's a, a tenant of our business model, and it's something that, that we hope, even if you don't buy something from us, 
if you call us, we hope that you leave the conversation knowing a little bit more mm. than you started before the call. Yep. Um, and so with the new state, I think that um, we just want to read as much as we can about the legislation. And, of course, you know, yeah. The, the players, you know, some of the bigger players may be involved in the scene because it seems like they have a tendency to sort of help guide the hand in the way the chips are settled. You think? Um, yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, it's, it's really like do a temperature check. Right. Um, and then just begin to understand what what the surrounding needs are and how we can best position ourselves to accommodate the people who have those needs. Yeah, and it makes a lot of sense. I mean, we've done some research on our own because in tracking the licenses, different states have different ru rules. Like, I'm in Connecticut, and I think it's mandated. It must be an indoor grow, period. Like, locked door, everything. And, uh -huh. you know, that's not true in other places. So right. it's always interesting to see sort of how these states really do differ in the way they, they, they do it. Um, but you touched on this. How do you use our platform? I mean, how do, how do we help you hopefully achieve that? Um, well, I really like the platform because it's sort of done a lot of the heavy lifting mm. for me. Um, but it's also like it, it tests the salesman's metal because it's like, you can't be rearranging the chairs on the Titanic now. You, you have to go strike. You know, yeah. you have to actually go take action and do the outreach. Um, I will tell you that um, I've had a bit more success just honestly cold calling people sure. um, from the directory than I have with the email. But I think that the email has provided um, some impressions. So when I do actually reach out directly yeah. like through phone or something, People are like, oh, yeah, I got your email. You know, I'm, I'm familiar with you enough to understand your offer. Yeah, yeah. And then when I call them, um, you know, I'm, I've been really impressed with this industry in the sense that people, they're pretty willing to, to talk. Yeah, and to share. I totally agree. Totally agree. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And what we have found with the database is that in addition to emails, we sort of did a census of our own platform and, and pointed out that in addition to the emails, we have just as many social media links to LinkedIn, uh, Facebook, Weed Maps, Leafly, all those other touch points. And some people, especially if they're trying to get in touch with cultivators, we've learned that they said, find their Instagram if you can. And, and we try and put that in there when we get it because you like some of what they're showing because every grower wants to show off what they're growing. And, and so that was sure. a piece of advice that a client uh, gave us. So. Right. Let's look ahead now. So, you know, this is the first time we've had the show here in two years. And uh, the fun thing we like to try and do is ask people, you know, what kind of trends do you see are going to impact us, you know, in the next year as we, you know, come back here a year from now? What, what, what do you guys see? Um, well, I mean, it definitely looks like the extraction world uh, is really taking off. Mm. Um, and also the lighting. I mean, it looks like everybody <laughs> and their grandma's got a lighting company. Um, <laughs> What that means for the market, um, hopefully that means that cannabis is going to be more widely accessible yeah. on a national level. Um, and hopefully that means that all the people in this business will, or I'm sorry, in this room, will in one way or another um, benefit in a positive way. And, um, you know, hopefully that, that will have a greater impact on just, you know, the cultural perception of cannabis and what its place is and role is in society. No, and I think that this event is very instrumental in legitimizing cannabis in the way that I believe it should be yeah. legitimized. Excellent closing point, Ben. Uh, I was in the sessions this morning and they talked exactly about that where we're looking at close to you know a 
50 billion, soon to be a hundred billion dollar market. And I think all of us here will uh, hopefully benefit from that. So Ben, thanks so much for joining us this Thank afternoon. Thank you so much, I really appreciate your time. I'm here with, let me see, Will? I've, I've almost messed that up, so I wanted to ask you. Will with trees, fantastic. I appreciate you hopping on here with me, man. Yeah, no problem. So what's it like being back at MJ BizCon, like post-pandemic? It's good, you know, obviously we weren't able to make it here last year. But, yeah. Uh, it's been great, you know, it's good to see everyone back again, you know, at the conference. And, uh, it's, it's just good culture here. You know, it is. Everyone's trying to help each other, and it's just a, it's just a great community. You're right. You're right. It's really, it's a re really unique environment from that, where everybody really is here, just kind of help each other out and really take the industry forward. Yeah. So tell us about trees. What are you guys doing? Yeah, man. So we're obviously point of sale. Right. Uh, we do a lot of different things, compliance, inventory management, analytics, um, and really helping kind of just automate the whole supply chain. Nice. Kind of reorder process. Um, so yeah, today we're uh, we're operating. Kind of more West Coast focused today. Mm -hmm. um, we like to go really deep in the states that we operate in. So yeah. About forty percent of all California operators, retail operators. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, we're powering about forty percent of the retail operators in California, uh, Arizona. We're in about thirty percent of the market, um, and obviously Michigan. We got a good, right. good uh, market share out there as well. And we're expanding into new states. So oh, fantastic! We just launched in Colorado. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, Oklahoma, Missouri. And then early next year, we're going to start expanding to the East Coast. Fantastic. What states are you looking at on the East Coast? Are you yeah. just going to kind of go through the list? Yeah, we're looking at uh, Massachusetts, um, New York, yep. uh, obviously New Jersey just uh, you know, opened up. Um, and Florida is, is another one that we got our own too. Hey, that's fantastic. You guys are growing a lot. Where are you guys actually based out of? Yeah, we're based out of San Francisco. Nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, after the pandemic, a lot, we got a lot of uh, kind of uh, work from home. Yeah. Uh, you know, teammates, we're expanding the team. You know, we're growing fast. So we got, uh, yeah, we got teammates all over the country. We got people in New York, Colorado. Uh, I'm based out of Arizona. Oh, nice. Um, and obviously California. So, yeah. Right. So how do you guys utilize the Cannabis Media Database? You know, today, I think it's it's just great, you know, obviously get an understanding of kind of who's using what, obviously uh, contacts within uh, the platform. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been a good big help for us. Hey, that's fantastic. I really appreciate you stopping by, man, and taking a second to chat with us here. Yeah, yeah we're going to be posting this on social media next week and YouTube and everything like great, that. Man. So we'll be sure and tag you all and uh, really appreciate you stopping by. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. Yep, appreciate you're it. good. Yep. Today we're joined by Green Tank Technologies. So uh, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much for having me. So, uh, so tell us a little bit about, about the company and, and, and what you do there. Sure thing. Um, Green Tank Technologies is a white label uh, vape manufacturer. Uh, we custom design cartridges, batteries, all in one disposables for brands, growers, processors throughout North America and really around the world. Hmm. Um, we supply the delivery device and then we work hand in hand with the folks to ensure that delivery device and formulation are matching well. Uh, the, the fun part is making them look pretty on the outside. Yeah, excellent, excellent. So, uh, you've Probably you've not been at MJ Biz for two years. You know what have the what has it been like since 2019 for you? Uh, I, I'd be lying if I said it wasn't slightly overwhelming. <laughs> um, I don't think that I've had to be on for four days straight talking to you know, a couple hundred people every day. But uh, and you can probably hear it in the in the raspiness in my voice a little bit. Me as well. I feel your pain. <laughs> but uh, it's been fruitful. I mean, it's always a great show. Um, you know, having last year off was was tough. Not being able yeah. to see a lot of folks that I've worked with in the past, but. Uh, yeah, like for instance, I met two two long-standing partners that I've been working with for almost two, well, one of them well over two years, one of them just about two years. 
that we've never met face to face. So yep. got the opportunity to do that this year. So I'm uh, I'm feeling I'm feeling good about that. Excellent, excellent. So, Alistair, what, what what trends have affected your business? Like I I know going back a couple years, we had Jewel in the news a lot, and 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 uh, you know, a lot of regulations popping up, or states saying yes, you can do this, no, you can't. I mean, has any of that affected you, or, or still impacting your business now? Well, I think you'd be lying if you said it hasn't affected us right. or, or really anyone in a, in a really oversaturated uh, vape market. Um, I, I'd say compliance is something that will never go away. And, right. and, and, and folks ensuring that the hardware that they do get is safe and compliant is, is essential. I don't know that it's the soup du jour, maybe right at this moment. I'd say assurance of supply is certainly something that a lot of folks are concerned with, as they should be, yep. um, given the current global economic uh, going yeah. on, if you will. Um, so really just establishing you know, trustworthy relationships and communicating effectively on things like compliance, things like logistics and lead times as we go into Chinese New Year and so forth. Those are kind of the, oh. the two hot topics. And to call them hot topics might be, I don't know, not the best verbiage because they're, they're, they're always hot. <laughs> yeah, no, indeed, indeed. Now, one of the things that we track and we've been asking all of our podcast guests are new markets coming on board. I mean, cannabis media, we track licenses, so we're always kind of excited when a program expands or you get a new one. So I'm in Connecticut. They have rec licenses that are going to come on board. We've got New York, New Jersey, New Mexico, all the news yeah. becoming new. So. What does that mean for you and like your sales team as a market either comes on for the first time or expands? Like, what kind of planning do you have to do, and, and how do you go about that? Well, uh, a lot of it, a lot of those early stages of you know a, a new state coming on uh, fully, you know, rec legal. Um, a, a lot of the focus for us is understanding some of the pending licenses. So that's a piece yeah. of cannabis media that we've really enjoyed is understanding who's going to be a player well before maybe some other folks will know that information. Right. So. Um, in that capacity, obviously, understanding that is, is, is crucial. Uh, understanding, you know, we talked about regulations and compliance. Yep. Getting an understanding on, on all of that uh, is critical as well, too. But as it pertains to, you know, Green Tank and our use of cannabis, I, I'd say that the pending licenses area really does a lot for helping us understand who the players are going to be in yep. some of the existing states or new states. Yeah, and, and as the guy who runs the data team, one thing that we found is, you know, as these new ones come on, we're really striving now to tie them to their other licenses in other states. Like, New Jersey just issued 14 licenses last week, and as we went and dug through, we could see that some of these were out-of-state companies coming in. You couldn't tell just by looking at the name, but if you dug deeper, you could see like, oh, they're in a couple other states, yeah. and it's just not obvious unless you unless you dig down and figure out, and for you, that may mean you already have a contact at that company, yeah. and it could certainly speed up that sales cycle. It's, it's been tremendously helpful. We, we've, we've been expanding as a sales team throughout the U.S., um, bringing on business development reps on the team as well, too, and the, the way that I kind of explain it when we get folks up and running on cannabis is that it does a really good job of untangling the web. Yeah. There's so many sub-level connections and LLC companies that you don't realize are connected until yeah. you hop on the website and, and find out. Yeah, yeah, and, and then that is a constant game of whack-a-mole for us <laughs> as we try to untangle that. Like, wait yeah. a minute, or why do they have four initials here? That must mean something. Then you yeah. look around and like the light goes on and you're like, yeah. oh, we know who those people are. We've, we've seen that before. So mm -hmm. so um, in terms of any other trends, like looking forward, what do you see going on out in, in, in the cannabis world? Like when we come back a year from now, if we were to sit down, what do you think might happen over the next 12 months? Jeez. And that's uh, not a softball that's, question. That's, so That's a big one, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think we can expect more of the same that we've seen for you know the last three years. This industry is constantly evolving. Yeah. New products are coming out every single day, new technology specifically in the vape space. I mean, you come to this trade show and walk around and you see you know massive stainless steel processing machinery in one booth, then the booth beside it 
is a gentleman sitting on bags of dirt selling soil from Humboldt County. You yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah, so right. I think what we can expect is that there will be continued rapid change. Uh, a lot of groups are going to be able to, or going to need to, be able to adapt and present products and devices uh, that are next gen to, uh, I guess, stay up to speed with the rapidly changing needs of consumers. Yeah, I know. I think Alistair hit the nail on the head. Definitely a lot of technology changes as the industry matures. You know, what we're seeing is a, a lot of investment on the energy side too, where people are trying to figure out ways to leave a smaller environmental footprint, and uh, we think that's going to have uh, a giant impact. So uh, this is. Ed Keating signing off from the Cannabis Media Podcast with Alistair Warren from Green Tank Technologies. Thanks, Alistair. Thank you. Happy to have Ed and Steve from Blaze joining us today. So what's it like being back at MJ BizCon after the year that was 2020? Oh, man. So happy to be back. You know, you can tell there's a, a bunch of pent-up anxiety in everybody to just get back out there and, and see everybody. Uh, my favorite thing about being at MJ BizCon is, one, you get to see all the new things happening in the industry, all the things coming down the pipeline. But you also get to see friends. You know, this is such a, a close, tight-knit industry. I see people that I met back in 2009 in Colorado working, and I, I see them still showing up at the show today, 12 years later. And it's, uh, it's just good to see friends and family and see what's going on with the industry and see how well we're moving forward together. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's awesome to see the turnout. Uh, you know, I think everybody was a little tentative at first on how it would be during COVID, but everything has been super safe and tons of people showed up. We're happy to see lots of traffic coming by the booth. That's great. So tell us about Blaze. What have you guys been up to? So uh, Blaze, man, we are just growing and growing and growing, and we're becoming coming very well. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> uh, we're becoming very well known, and uh, people are seeing us and hearing more about us, which is great to hear. Um, Blaze has spent a lot of time doing some great development and uh, really looking to uh, to help support a lot of those multi-state and multi-location operators and and make things uh, and make things easier for for operators at the end of the day. Well. What we recognize at Blaze is uh, we've been in the industry. Our product team is driven by people who have all worked in the industry in the past. Myself in there for 12 years. Everybody five plus years of experience in the cannabis industry working on our product team. We recognize the challenges that operators are facing. We're here to make solutions, and that's what Blaze has been focused on deeply for the past year. Yeah, yeah. We secured our Series A uh, or Series yeah Series A yeah, earlier series this a. this year. Uh, raised $8 billion, so a lot of that's been going to making new hires, spending a lot of pro uh, dev product, and making sure everything's really rolling out well for us, so it's going great. How have you all been utilizing the Cannabis Media Database? Cannabis Media helps us a lot. Um, one, it helps us understand what new markets that we're moving into are looking like, what those are shaping up like, who those players are, and who's some of the people that may not be out there making a name for themselves but still exist. We want to help those people. And so Cannabis and Media enables us to be able to find those players, who they are, and get them the help that they need and give them the solutions that they need to operate their cannabis business better. Cannabis Media also helps us when the in the states that we already operate in. You know, there's constantly new players joining the industry regularly. And so Cannabis Media gives us the opportunity and the ability to see who the new entries are and go and make sure that we're in their faces talking to them and helping them do what they need to do. Yeah. Timing is everything for our software. You know, some people looking for software before they get their license or directly after. So being able to use Cannabis Media to see where they are, if they're applied or if they're pending, their active status license, you know when to reach out, when to talk to them, when to set up that demo. I think my favorite thing about Cannabis Media is it's just proof positive of how much and how fast this industry is growing and how many of us there are. It's true proof that cannabis is here to change the socioeconomic status of the world. Fantastic seeing you all. Where can people find out more about Blaze? 
you can always check us out. Blaze.me is our website. Um, we are hands down, in my opinion, and I might be biased, the best point of sale and best ERP system out there for cannabis. So definitely check us out, blaze.me. You can also find us on Instagram, blaze.hq. Nice. We're on LinkedIn, Facebook. Steve's the man. He takes care of all that. He makes sure that you can get in contact with us in yeah. any way.